Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Precisely Nowhere. I can't believe it is February. This year is flying by. Can we just slow down for a second? But also not mad at it because I'm going to Mexico in less than two weeks. Super excited. I'm going with my boyfriend's family. He has a lot of family in Mexico. I do too, but I don't know any of my relatives that live that live in Mexico anymore. They're all like distant relatives that I don't know, but he has plenty. So his grandpa actually lives there still. Every year in February, a bunch of his family go out to celebrate with his grandpa for his birthday. So we're going to go out. I'm super excited. I haven't been to Mexico since I was like a baby. I went once actually when I was maybe preteens on a cruise, but that was a cruise and I think I was on land for hours and it's a distant memory. So very excited to be going back to the homeland for me because I am Mexican and we are flying into Guadalajara and then his parents have a house a couple hours away. His grandpa lives like near Jalisco, which is actually where my dad's from. So my dad was going to come on the trip, but he can't come on the trip now because all the health things that he was going through. He is on the mend and his lungs are much better, but it's just better to be safe. He will be coming next year, but very excited to go to Mexico, meet more of Marco's family, practice my Spanish. It's rusty, but it will, you know, we're going to, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's funny because I grew up hearing Spanish all around me because I'm 100% Mexican and both of my parents speak Spanish day to day in their jobs as well, but they always spoke English to me mostly. So my default is to speak English, but I always heard it growing up. So like hearing it, I know what people are saying. And then in high school, I took Spanish. In college, I took Spanish. I actually studied abroad. Like I can't even speak proper English. So. <laughs> It is what it is. I studied abroad in Spain when I was in college. I took all of my classes in Spanish except for one because they didn't offer it in Spanish. So, and I lived with a senora. So I spoke Spanish. I came back fluent. My grandma was so proud. And then I came back to America and spoke English. So it's rusty, but I can speak it. Like I am fluent. I just clam up sometimes. And I do want to actually learn more Spanish. Like, in the workforce too because a lot of the words that I know they're Spanish not related to necessarily what I do for work which is very different like for instance my mom you know works in the medical field so those words that you you learn and use knowing how to say them in Spanish it takes like practice because you don't say them in your day-to-day life but that being said very excited we are going to be like in Mexico too not like touristy Cancun or Tulum so I'm excited to eat really, really amazing, authentic Mexican food and get to do some sightseeing. It's been a minute since I've left America. And if you know me, you know that I like to leave America at least once a year. But last year I did not leave America because I moved across America instead. And that was a whole ordeal. So very excited to be leaving America, going to see somewhere new. I love traveling. It's really a passion of mine. So I cannot wait. In the spirit of traveling, I've been trying to get out of my apartment and socialize more because I'm starting to realize that 
having worked from home, like fully worked from home because my office is over an hour away. I'm just home all the time, which is great. I love it. But isolation is a real thing. And I don't want to become a hermit where I'm just so used to being home. I don't even like going out. And sometimes, some days I just feel myself teetering that way. So my goal is to start going out more, Marco included. It's been a crazy year, but we're like, we got to start experiencing this new city that we're in. And I haven't moved in a very long time, like really 12 years. Moving within New York is one thing, but moving like across the country, taking yourself out of your comfort zone where you don't know anyone. And for me, I do have family, but my family is busy. Everyone has their own lives. It's not like people are like waiting around to hang out with me or show me around places. I really have to figure it out like on my own with Marco. So doing that can take effort, which can be intimidating sometimes slash I'm just like exhausted. But bigger picture, I'm realizing that if I'm really going to love living in California, I need to just start to get to know the city that we're in and do things so that I, it doesn't always like have to be a whole huge Google search or what am I doing? And I, I just feel like I'm a fish out of water because I got so comfortable in New York and that was my home. It's so weird to be 30 in a place that you, I grew up in, but also have it feel kind of foreign because I've been away for so long and this city has evolved and I've evolved as a person and I'm just reflecting on that lately but trying to stay optimistic so and spontaneous so Marco and I went to dinner at Mission Inn restaurant and Mission Inn restaurants like in Mission the Mission Inn Hotel in Riverside which is in the suburbs if you're not familiar with California it's like an hour east of LA towards the desert like if you're driving to Vegas in the suburbs but there are there's lots of hidden spots here. So the restaurant was really good. I, I had read mixed reviews online and was a little hesitant, but then we're like, we're just going to try it out. So my review, the food was really good. The ambiance was amazing. There was a vibe. I felt like I was in Europe. The food was pricey. It's an old hotel. It's actually a national landmark. And you can walk through like the lobby there's a bar, a presidential bar. There's like portraits right outside of it from presidents that have stayed either stayed at the hotel or like passed through. And Richard Nixon actually got married there. It's just, I mean, it's beautiful. Like I was taking pictures because of the architecture and there's an actual museum. We went at night for dinner. So I'm really excited to go back during the day so that we can see like the museum and there are a lot of street vendors and shops in downtown Riverside. So highly recommend if you're in the area or, you know, if you happen to find yourself in Southern California, it's really cute. And it was a really great date spot. So I'm trying to do things like that. where just getting out of my bubble, forcing myself to put on clothes, driving. I think it was like less than 30 minutes drive from where we live. So not not that bad. And there was lots of free like public parking. So, you know, life just continuing to push ourselves out of our comfort zone, even when we just want to be a hermit. Such a fine line, but definitely good for mental health and keeping the relationship alive as well. It's so easy. What I'm finding is to just be complacent and be like, do I need to do anything? (laughs) 
Like, we're good, you know? But as Marco tells me, we have to keep dating. And I think it's when you get in your busiest times in life when that falls to the wayside sometimes. Like, you have other real responsibilities that you're like, this can be deprioritized. But it's also a priority to keep appreciating one another and keep experiencing life together. And that is a juggling act. And I took a break from social recently for a weekend. I just honestly felt like I needed a break. I don't know if you have, if you're listening and you ever feel this way, but it was so nice. I have been trying to be more active on it because I'm trying to push myself as a creator and I'm doing the money market partner. So I'm also trying to really share my hair journey that I'm on because I'm using these products and documenting and giving honest reviews. And I want those to be in real time, not just like taking them and then posting them all like later, but really like inviting people along the journey. But what I'm learning as I'm doing this is that we all have to find our own balance and not make things a chore because sometimes even when we want have a goal, it is so easy to put this pressure on ourselves that it then becomes a chore. And when it becomes a chore, something in my mind just like kind of clicks where I like want, I kind of resist it. I'm just like, it's another thing on my list of other things that I have to do. But I know that it's not as important sometimes as other thing, other life things. And then it can feel overwhelming when you have weeks, especially for me, where I'm work my nine to five is like really draining and then I'm also trying to balance things like working out I had like a good week of working out and I my one of my best friends started this exercise tracker and we are accountability partners and one of our other friends uses it too which has been so good but I fell off the I fell off of like the wagon as they say because of my draining work week and trying to juggle all these things and then I just felt so defeated and I hate feeling that way like it's so discouraging when you're trying to do something and you're already pushing yourself to do it and then you gain some momentum but then you lose it and then you're like I don't even want to do this anymore that's how I feel sometimes but what I'm trying to remember is what I've learned in manifesting and like focusing on the bigger picture that like I can control me and only me. And it is a good thing that I'm trying to do, like push myself and really trying to focus on the things that are filling my cup up because there are instances when I push myself, but then looking back, I'm like, okay, is this filling my cup up? Like I'm pushing myself, but what am I gaining from this? And the thing that you're gaining isn't always immediate, but I just think that you should feel like you're gaining something from it so that it, even if you're doing it and you're kind of exhausted, it's filling your cup up in a way. So just a thought that I've been noodling with and what I've been going through so far in this new year, I am trying my best to focus on my self-care and my mental health and those are things that I have made a priority over the past couple of years, but really holding myself accountable is <laughs> easier said than done, but it is doable. And I took a course, a couple of courses in the fall that were really great and taught me so much. And 
as this new year has started and I'm trying to continue to push myself and look at goals that I had like late 2023, I'm also realizing information overload is a real thing and we should talk about that. There's just so much information out there and with that, it can be easy to get information overload and that is where I have been at times over the past few months of I'm learning so much and so much information, but I'm also trying to give myself grace in applying it to my life. Like there's so many ways and paths to go about accomplishing our goals, but the reality is we all have different things we're dealing with and juggling and that can sound like an excuse, but in like all seriousness, we all have different things that we're juggling and need to remember to give ourselves like love like self-love and make sure we're acknowledging the things we have done i feel like i fall into this sometimes where i just have all these things that i want to do and then i'm like i forget all the things that i already have accomplished i just focus on the things that i haven't done yet and then i'm like what am i doing am i being productive enough and that's such a toxic thing it can be a slippery slope and I'm human, so I'm not beating myself up for thinking those thoughts and thinking that way. But I'm also at the same time trying to get out of those habits where I can't acknowledge the things that I've already accomplished. And could I be more disciplined? Yes. But also I have to choose what's important to me. And like right now being present is important to me. And being present, sometimes other things like need to be sacrificed not in a bad way, but in a way that in order to be present, I may not be able to create the email list that I already wanted to create that hasn't been created. But I'm grateful that I've been present and been able to be a good auntie and trying to remove the pressure of the thing that I think that I should be doing. And I hope that if you're listening, you can relate to this where, you know, you attribute this pressure of this thing that you want to do and where is that pressure coming from like it's good to have pressure as a motivator but also just making sure that you're reminding yourself that life is a journey it's not a race and you will get that thing accomplished you just need to keep taking baby steps towards that it's so easy to lose sight of that idea of like oh i haven't done this thing and i had this you know plan in mind and it hasn't gone that way and that can just be a path towards spiraling. So as I have these realizations, I also want to share them with everyone that's listening because I feel like in today's day and age with a lot of us and a lot of the people that I know that are listeners and in general, we're so ambitious and we want so much out of life. And the internet has made us so impatient because we see things and we're like, I can do this as long as I do this, this, and this. And while that is all true, everyone has a different journey and a different path. And it's okay if your path isn't the same as someone who has even just told you how this is my path. Here's the route to take if you want to kind of skip all of these obstacles and hurdles. It's awesome that there is so much information out there for us, but it's okay if we follow our own path and we get there eventually as long as we're, you know, at the end of the day, waking up happy and taking care of ourselves and 
giving us ourselves some grace, which I think we all could probably do a little bit more of. Definitely myself. And since it's the beginning of the month, I want to do a manifesting moment and exercise. Continuing these in 2024, but for February, I really want to focus on the things that are top of mind to us. I have a good and bad habit of adding a lot of things to my monthly manifesting list. And it's great to have lots of ambitions and goals. And I don't want to discourage anyone from adding lots of things to their list. But what I'm also finding is that when we have so many goals and we're also ambitious and we're juggling a lot in our lives as well, things can go unchecked because what's important in the moment might not be as important in the bigger picture of like uh, the month or maybe let's say the next few months of our lives. So what's important to me for this month is working out two to three times a week. For me, that also includes walking because I'm walking to Mordor. (laughs) If you have been listening to episodes, I'm using this app that helps you basically tracks your walk to Mordor if you're a Lord of the Rings or Hobbit fan, you know what I'm talking about. And my goal is to integrate that into my working out. And I have already started to do some ab workouts here and there. So really keeping it up at least two to three times a week. If I can do more, amazing. But bare minimum is two to three times. Because I would just want to be healthy from the inside out. And I'm going to keep the podcast going and the interviews. I have some momentum with the interviews and I want to maintain it and build it and stay in touch with people I care about because this past year has been a whirlwind from the move to life changes from me having being in a relationship for the first time in ages and going from long distance relationship to like in person. It's very different dynamic. So staying in touch with people I care about and maintaining those relationships that are important to me and self-care like taking time to add self-care routines I've already started to do this with Monet and my hair care journey but also doing this with no phones in bed I'm really trying to reduce my the amount of time that I scroll before bed to help me get better sleep and focusing on finding a routine so I can have some consistency and feel like I can manage even when there's chaos in my life because what I find sometimes is that I'm like so loosey-goosey go with the flow that I'm like all right something's got to give here I need I need some consistency I want to start just being able to wake up in the morning and feel like refreshed and There are days when I feel that way and days where I don't. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but, you know, it's those days where you go to bed too late because you just like lost track of time. And then that's like one day, but then it comes the next day. And then you're like, (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) And I have bags under my eyes and this is not cute. So self-care, taking time for myself is top of mind. And as you do this mini manifesting moment, and exercise to yourself. Just think 
wouldn't it be nice if, and then finish the statement, like, wouldn't it be nice if I laid in bed and did not use my phone for 30 minutes before I went to bed? Wouldn't it be nice if I prioritized my physical health and worked out two to three times a week? Wouldn't it be nice if I maintained my passion or my side hustle on a weekly basis and dedicated time towards it? So those are ways that you can do this exercise for yourself and hopefully prioritize the things that like bigger picture you really want to dedicate your time towards and your energy and give yourself time to have those things come to life because with manifesting nothing is immediate it takes time and energy and it takes conscious action like you have to consciously think about the things that you want to accomplish and then not only think about them but make time for them and give your energy towards them so it's not just a like you think this thing you say it it comes to life there is discipline and consistency and intentionality that goes into it but it's doable you just have to baby step start small and the more you do it it'll become a habit and then it'll just become second nature so that is the mini manifesting exercise for today and i wanted to wrap the episode by acknowledging that it's almost valentine's day and also the one-year anniversary of the podcast. Oh, so excited. I can't believe it's almost been a year. It's surreal. I remember talking about the doing the podcast with Rose before we started it and peer pressuring her kind of to do it with me and then working on it over the holidays and looking starting to learn and look into everything podcast related and feeling like I was a fish out of water like what am I doing I can't believe I'm gonna do this but also at the same time so excited like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna have my own podcast like thinking of outlines and then finally recording and feeling so self-conscious honestly even though it's audio like I was like what am I gonna talk about who's gonna care and oh do I even like the sound of my own voice I don't <laughs> I don't even know but then putting all that aside and focusing on the bigger picture and the why and you know my why was that I was I had fallen in love with podcasts to begin with as a just form of media because over COVID I started listening to lifestyle ones and was learning so much like learning about more about like sex positive things in my own body and learning about relationships and hearing people's stories and it took me back to the days when I used to listen to the radio when I was younger and would like go to work with my dad and we'd listen to like Ryan's Roses and you'd hear like real life people tell stories and talk and I also I always loved that but then life changed and I went to New York and I didn't ever listen to radio as much so podcasts have been a way for me to connect with people over just audio. Now there's a lot of video ones too, but connect and learn, feel seen, and 
I realized after listening to them and falling in love that I have had a lot of life experiences. And even though I'm only 30, I've done a lot of life, like from having narcolepsy and dealing with that as a teenager to moving to New York at 17, 3,000 miles away from my family. No idea what I was doing there, but, you know, wanted. I got into NYU and I was like, I have to do this. Um, being in New York and that being the hardest year of my life and then studying abroad my whole sophomore year in two different countries. Lots of fun internships and some interesting ones and just a whole career in New York. And now, you know, 12 years later, moving back to California. So I've had lots of life experiences. I want to share my life experiences, things that I've learned, and most importantly, my manifesting journey with everyone that's listening because I have had this epiphany since I started manifesting and I've just kind of woken up as a person of like someone who used to be super pessimistic and jaded to someone who is in control of their reality and their life and I'm not perfect so you know I'm still a work in progress but I am grateful for manifesting because I've learned how to control the chaos and it starts with you know me and how to start getting things that I wanted in life like I joke about manifesting my boyfriend but I did and that started with me getting really intentional about dating and who I was dating and how I was spending my energy and who I was giving my energy to and what I wanted in a life partner which are things that I thought I was being intentional about before I met him. But looking back, I wasn't like I was sacrificing certain things and just not being as mindful with how I was giving my energy. So I'm just grateful to have this podcast. And I can't believe the next episode is one year. I am very excited to celebrate with everyone that's listening and I can't wait to be back for the next episode. I'm going to make it a fun one and do 73 questions by Vogue. If you are familiar, then I hope you're excited. I am going to answer all the questions, even if they're hard and I'm stumped. And just, you know, keep it light and allow everyone to get to know me a little bit more because... If you're a new listener or if you are not a new listener, you might know about me, know some things about me, but you know, I just want you to also feel seen while you're listening to this and it be a value add to your day. So it's almost Valentine's Day for all the single people out there because most of my life I was single and I feel like I'm still, I still kind of cater to the single people. For all this, the single role in me is like, do you please take the day as a day of self-love? It should be a self-love reminder that ideally should happen outside of Valentine's Day. But when I was single, I used to take it as an extra opportunity to indulge in some self-love. And that meant ordering Momofuku milk bar to myself <laughs> with some wine, but some, you know, treating myself or going to dinner with my friends and us all treating ourselves together. So please do that. It's a could be, I mean, let's be real. It could be lame. It's a lame. It's not a real holiday, but I'm like, do I need an excuse to treat myself? Sure. I'll take it. 
And for my people in a relationship or looking for a relationship, please let this day also be a reminder that like find someone who appreciates you on every other day other than Valentine's Day or special ones because that's what's important. I am curious to see what Marco does for Valentine's Day because we're not huge on it. And I'm usually like, you have me. Isn't that such a good present for Valentine's Day? Like, I'll just try to look extra cute for you or something. But he usually surprises me with some chocolates or something. So I'm excited. He deserves love too, but he gets it every day. And I just rather give it to him not on Valentine's Day because we're not a huge Valentine's Day people. But thank you for listening. I love you all. Talk soon. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.